Yes. Welcome back to another edition of TDs and Flying Knees. This is episode eight, and there ain't no debate. TDFK, take the cake. (laughs) So let me introduce the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. What's up? This is Luis. Uh, Here again. I'm ready to get it going. Hey, what's going on? DJ here. Uh, Happy 4th of July, everybody. Hope y'all had a good one. Um, Just here living the high life. You know how that goes. (laughs) That was a good one, too. I liked it. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. All right, guys, you know what it is. Your host with the most, Smooth Steven Cruz. And, uh, all right, let's introduce our sound guy, Chris, the silent assassin. All right. All right, Chris. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm jealous. He gets a different one every time. It's good, though. Well, you're good looking like Chris. Mm -hmm. That's true. You can get a good one, too. Good thing we're audio only right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get started with some boxing news and rumors. Thought you might like that one. Tanny Garcia says he would be interested in challenging IBF, WBA, WBC. 154 champ Jamel Charlo after a tune-up of course that'd be pretty cool I think yeah and uh, FYI guys that was Danny Garcia rapping yeah that's dude I was about to ask really? you that. I was like I yeah that's that not a random Garcia that sounds exciting though it sounds yeah, like he, a good fight he's an exciting fighter and I yeah. mean, uh, Charlo needs more competition so it'll be exciting to see yeah Danny Garcia is you said Jamel though right Jamel Charlo uh, let me check back on my notes I think it's, yeah Jamel Jamel okay yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a fun time. All right, guys, next up. All right, Wilder Fury 3 undercard, guys, stacked with all heavyweight fights. Top-ranked executives dubbed it Night of the Goliaths. In the co-main event, they have the guy who probably has the the most devastating knockout of this year, F.A. Java versus Frank the Cuban Flash Sanchez. And this is a crossover fight. Check this out, guys, right here. It's a crossover fight, PBC and top rank. They're investing heavy in these guys, and they're letting them fight early. You know what I'm saying? They're letting them fight early. Yeah. So this is the equivalent of Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fighting early in their careers. These are the guys that are grooming to be the champs. This is Al Heyman's champ, Frankie Sanchez, and F.A. Jambo. That's that's Bob Arum's future. So they're laying a fight early. They're gambling. This is going to be a great co-main event. And then next up, uh, Robert, the Nordic Nightmare, Hellenius versus Adam Babyface Wanaki 2. This is a rematch of a devastating, devastating upset in a fourth-round war. Hellenius upsets uh, Adam Wanaki. This should be, in my eyes, the real co-main event because it's for uh, it's for the gold belt. Uh, I think the WBA gold. This is the real co-main event in 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 my eyes. Uh, this is gonna be a banger. I don't think it's gonna go twelve. I think it's probably gonna go another four rounds like this one. Nice. This is gonna be fucking pure like war man shit like straight up like. <laughs> 
yeah. serious, man. Yeah. All heavyweights, I'm expecting nothing but knock knockouts all night. Yeah. And then uh, Jared, the real big baby Anderson, versus I cannot say this guy's name. I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. Here we're gonna have to drink. Vladimir Tarishkin. Vladimir Tarishkin. Uh, these uh, big babies. This is a step up for big baby. They're taking another gamble. This is a step up in competition, but uh, it's it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a great undercard. I'm excited for that Wilder Fury card, man. Imagine if we did a, a like a like a Japanese card. How much we have to drink? Oh, I know. Oh man, man yeah. Oh, but at, at <laughs> that point, can't be covering any like risen. Or we're just <laughs> one championship. We're just yeah. typing and we're letting Siri talk oh, as we drink. Well. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> pretty much, man. All right, next up, Anatoly Lomachenko to train Alexander Usyk for the Anthony Joshua fight. Anthony, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and just in case you didn't know, that's Lomachenko's dad. Okay. Oh, okay. We were wondering. We were Thank talking you. about yeah. that. All right. Next up, Mikey Garcia versus Regis Progress in negotiations for a fight on Fall into Zan. Another banger. It's going to be legit, man. Mikey Garcia has one of the best jabs at 130-135, man. And uh, Regis' progress is legit. His only loss was to Josh Taylor, and that was a close, close fight. And we know who Josh legit right there. It's on the screen, Josh Taylor versus him. Yep. That's going to be a great fight. I can't wait for that, man. Yeah, yeah. good if, fight. Good yeah, fight. it feels That's like he hasn't fought in a while, right? Yeah. Let's, let's uh, I don't know, do you guys think if uh, Linder Ellaby's uh, trolling or he's being for real? Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia equals the biggest fight in the world right now. Trolling. I think he's telling the truth, man. Well, he's telling the truth, but there's no way that's going to happen if uh, Mayweather keeps if controlling it, his... Uh, if it gets made, I think it does more pay-per-views than uh, Naganu Jones. Yeah. Anything. I, I see that. Oh, um, yeah, more probably more than uh, MMA, but the biggest fight in the world, it, it, it includes Canelo Alvarez, and I think he sells the most pay-per-views. But uh, what, who would Canelo have to fight? I think they would outsell Canelo, man. They're bigger stars. Yeah, they, no, they neither are, of like them are stars, stars. Like neither stars. of them. Like uh, paper, I think they're big pay per view draws. Like Ryan Garcia, he has. I, I don't think, know. Yeah, man. well, Ryan Garcia is not just. But like, you're right. Canelo's the big draw, but yeah. I don't. He hasn't done pay per view. He's doing the Dizan thing, so we don't know what his pay per view numbers are. But Ryan Garcia sells and Javante. Oh yeah, Davis they're gonna sells, sell. They're man. gonna sell. And I'm I think, not ready to call I them. I think like it that. is easily does over a million. I think Fury Wilder sells Fury Joshua. Fury I, Wilder. No, sells I think more. it outsells both of them, yeah. man. Well, you know, you gotta think about it. You gotta think about it, Ryan Garcia. He's like, he got a lot of young fans, exactly, and, and that's and that's where like a lot of the numbers will come out. Well, more. I mean, we we thought that, but then we we saw the you want to talk about like young fans. We we saw like these uh these celebrity boxing matches that oh, they're having. That, now. That's celebrity boxing. Just just like I mean, a Connor fight, the Connor week. Like, there's nothing like a Connor fight week. You know what I mean? Right. There's right. people on Facebook posting like, oh, for Ryan Garcia. It's like, oh, I can't wait for the Ryan Garcia fight. Like, bitch, when when the fuck did you start watching boxing? Yeah. Yeah. That, that Hap- that doesn't happen for when other guys because he's not just you know popular I mean? like and in, in, in just boxing only I mean he, he has a lot of uh, uh, his he social had, media he, is, is, is yeah, he, was a, he was an influencer first mm-hmm. yeah so you know that's what's crazy about Ryan Garcia I mean he, he got the social media fans and then he boxing fans because he's a pretty decent boxer but you're right Luis we won't hold our breath because it probably yeah. won't happen but not, not gonna happen but 
it might because Ryan Garcia is looking vulnerable and Tank looking like a fucking beast. Well, exactly. That is uh, also true. Yeah. The only reason why uh, I don't see it as a bluff, but I see it as in him basically encouraging Mayweather to make it happen, basically. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, by him hyping it up, Mayweather, uh, you know, as much as he ducks and controls everything, he goes for the money, too. Yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, if he could sell it. As, as one of the biggest, he, he might fall for it. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, next up, WBO super featherweight champion Jamal Herring and number one WBO contender Shakur Stevenson are reportedly in event, are reported in, in uh, advanced talks for a fight on ESPN. That's going to be another banger, bro. Uh, it's a step up for uh, Shakur Stevenson, I think. But uh, he actually did a real quick, he did a tweet saying, uh, this, this is... Uh, verbatim, not verbatim, but um, he's basically saying, uh, "LOL, uh, Jamal used to come to my gym and watch all my sparring sessions and and uh, talk and tell me after each round how good I am." So we don't know, but uh, Jamal Heron is the champ. We'll see. But this is this might be Shakur's uh, chance. This is where he gets the belt. You know. Yeah. Yep. All right, that's all for boxing news. I have uh, kick it off to Jeff for some MMA news. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's start off with some uh, fight announcements um, starting the UFC and uh, the women's strawweight division, man. We got number 10, Tisha Torres, against uh, number 12, Angela Hill. That fight's going to happen at UFC 265 on August 7th. Um, yeah, this this one wasn't, you know, just recently announced. I think it's been out, but we, we didn't get to uh, break it to y'all. And it's not getting a lot of media coverage, but this is going to be a great fight. So, um, yeah, definitely tune into that one. Uh, it's also going to be a rematch. T- they fought before in 2015. Tisha Torres earned a unanimous decision. Dude, I want to say Angela Hill is, like, the most active female UFC Yeah, dude, she, she likes to get in there, man. She's, like, in every other card, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what it feels like. And she's uh, an exciting fighter to watch. She's very fan-friendly. She has, and when she does fight, she, she puts on a show. So yeah, I'll be I'll be tuning in that one for sure. The next one on, next one that I have here is uh, in the men's flyweight division. Brandon Roy Val uh, against Alexander Pantoja. Um, they will square off on August twenty first on the Gasolin versus Cannoneer card. Uh, last time we saw Roy Val compete, dude, it was against um, the champion Brandon Moreno, and he was looking really good in that yeah. fight. And uh, I actually thought he was gonna win the fight, and then that shoulder Just injury. Okay, shoulder yeah. Mm. So he was looking really good. I got a lot of high hopes for Brandon Roy Val. He's also a very exciting fighter. Um, yeah. So that fight's on August twenty first. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah. Next on the list, or go ahead, Luis. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say that I became a big fan of him when I saw uh, when he fought Kai Kara friends. Yeah. That was a badass fight, dude. He got dropped big. T- he got hit, dropped with a big shot, and then yeah. Carl France came they in. Dropped each other right back to spinning, back. spinning elbow to the face. Yeah, yeah. Shit was, yeah so if you get nasty. a chance, catch the highlights of that. Hey one. guys, uh, real quick, uh, what are y'all drinking? High life. High life, nice. <laughs> High life. That's what uh, I do. I'm gonna drink a Bud Light. Yeah, I'm staying simple with Bud Light too. I I, I had a lot of tecate yesterday for Fourth uh, of July, you know. So, you know, I'm a resident celebrating, but also representing. There you go. <laughs> I think last show the silent uh, the silent hog uh, put away a whole bottle of whiskey, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Surprised you're drinking. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Next fight that I got is a uh, is a uh, Sean Lee versus I'm sorry, Sean Brady versus Kevin Lee has been rebooked for UFC event on August 28th. This fight was actually supposed to happen on the card this weekend, uh, Poirier versus McGregor card, but uh, I believe Kevin Kevin Lee got hurt and uh, I think he had a rib injury and he had to he had to pull out. So they rescheduled it finally August 28th for that one. Uh, on the same card, our girl Tracy Cortez. 
is fighting uh, set to fight JJ Aldrich. Um, so yeah, I know all you guys. Hold on, I got something for. Uh, all you guys want to hear Tracy about Tracy Cortez for Luis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, to me, the biggest fight Cortez needs to win is uh, leave Ryan Ortega. But, you know, just <laughs> because she already won my heart. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, I knew you guys would like that fight announcement. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Nice. All right. Next on the on the uh, on the list, I got uh, Alexander Gustafson is booked to fight Paul Craig at light heavyweight on September fourth. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm glad to see Gustafson moving back down to his natural weight class. He he fought one time at heavyweight against. Um, Fabrizio Wardoon yeah. got submitted right away. That was his comeback fight. I think he retired the fight before that against Anthony Smith. Mm. He retired, then he decided he's coming back at heavyweight. Um, and he came back and just jumped right into heavyweight, unlike John Jones, fucking mm. taking a year to do it. I guess Jones is doing it the right way because Gustafson tried to do it and you know John, didn't work out. John, for him. John looks huge, right? Dude, he does. Paul Craig looks like a beast, though. That's gonna be a good yeah. fight, dude. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be a good one. So it's gonna be a great fight. Yeah, big fight for Craig for sure. If he can yeah. win. If he win this one, oh, he's getting his name. Up. It's a good name yeah. on the resume, man. Yeah, sure is. Uh, next fight I want to talk about is Jim Miller, the the legend, the UFC legend. Is uh, I want to say Jim Miller has the most UFC fights. I could be wrong, but he might have. I think I know he has close to the most UFC uh, fights in the history of the UFC. Yeah, he was not like, wins, but just fights. He was like one of those that was on every other card. Yeah, for for like two years straight. It was crazy, and you didn't know if it was him or his brother. They look alike. They're just a foot. There's like a foot difference <laughs> in height. They might have just counted for him, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Jim Miller is going to fight Nicholas Mata uh, at a UFC event on September 18th. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Forty-eight fights. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's uh if all those are in. The, I know they're not actually all. They're not all in the UFC. Mm. He had some fights before prior, yeah. but he's Mo- got a lot, a lot. Most I want to say right close now. to like thirty UFC fights, and that's a lot of fucking fights. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. Next one we're gonna talk about is Roxanne Modaffery. She's gonna welcome back Tatiana Suarez uh, to the UFC octagon U- at UFC two sixty six on September twenty fifth. Uh, uh, we announced Tatiana Suarez was making her comeback a couple weeks ago couple episodes ago and now she has her opponent so that one's gonna be good man i think rock uh, roxanne would geek out hard with fucking brandon marino oh dude, that's, that's actually good yeah i agree i agree <laughs> yeah, i think they would set, also izzy set that up them izzy her izzy and marino let's set that up and then y'all shout out tdfk yeah the next fight is is in the uh lightweight division diego Ferreira versus grant dawson set for a ufc event on october 2nd another awesome fight there guys um, and the last one I got is Chris Gutierrez versus Felipe Corrales on tap for October 9th. But yeah, that's all the fight announcements that I have. Uh, I got a little bit of news. Uh, not much, though, but Jorge Masvidal, he's, uh, he came out saying that he's starting Kobe Covington next or Nick Diaz. Oh, man. What do you guys think about that? I w- that those are both See, good fights. We had been saying that, but now he's but saying it. I'd rather him. He said who? Kobe Covington? Kobe Covington. Oh, but isn't Kobe Nick. fighting uh, fucking Usman? I don't think it's official yet. It's not official yet. Because they might give it to Leon Edwards because mm. he's ooh, 12, 12 fight, fight win yeah. yeah. You know, either way, it's going to be a good fight. Either yeah. way, yeah, either yeah. one of them. Diaz has the chin to take a beating for three rounds, so we'll see a good fight. Yeah. And then, you know, a war would happen between him and Masvidal, so. As long as they don't get cut and they stop, they don't stop the fight, you know. That's probably what happened. I, I feel like. Just let, I, let them bleed. Just let them bleed. I feel like Diaz is a... Uh, uh, Diaz is the best option for Masvidal because to get a win, I to think, get the win, yeah, yeah. Because Covington, I think he'll dominate, and uh, he's a bigger draw, bro. I think he'll be another Usman. Yeah, there's more money. He's a bigger draw than Kobe, bro. There's more money yeah. and it's safer. Yeah, why not? After watching 
Masvidal versus Usman, I'm, I'm more, I'm a little, not a lot, I'm a little more confident that he'd be a little bit, that he put up a better fight against Covington. I feel like, uh, I don't think Covington does anything as good as Usman does. He's not as powerful. I don't think his striking is as good. I don't think his wrestling is as good. His cardio is not as good. It's just like a, he's just not as good a as Usman. step behind. You know, yeah, like a step behind him in every way, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that. Masvidal might be able to have some success. Maybe keep it standing. Maybe make it a striking match with yeah. Covington. Corey, Corey's the new um, John Fitch of the welterweight division. Just a gatekeeper, you know? Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. just a guy that can't get it. But uh, he'll be well, there to... Uh, I feel like if they do make that, that's most likely going to be the number one contender match. Yeah. Which it, one? Masvidal. Masvidal Covington. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. So, yeah. Hopefully we get one of those fights, man. It'll be good. Um... I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about Joe Schilling knocking that guy out in that bar? At first, I thought it was pretty cool and funny, but... Yeah, like... Uh, I don't know, but then it kind of looks staged like uh, Joe Schilling did it on purpose. I don't I don't know, I mean... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I was, you I, know I what I mean? It looked like he's mean. like, he knew he's bumping into a drunk fool that was going to tell him something. Yeah. And then he knew what he was going to do. He's going to pop him in the face. Yeah. I think he he did it on purpose, man. I, if it was staged, I mean, it's whatever. But if it wasn't staged, then that dude's an asshole, bro. I mean, that dude was just having a good time. I think I think what happened was, like, Joe suddenly saw this dude being a fucking douche. And he's like, hey, film this. Watch. If he gets in my face, if he gets, he's, you know, yeah. if he gets in my face, this is going to happen. Of course he is, because he's a drunk fool. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah. I agree, dude. It looked like it could have gone down that way, because it looked like Joe Schilling crossed paths with him. He knew what he was doing. You know, like, he, he walked you by know, him on purpose. And, and who knows? Maybe they, they bumped into each other earlier that night. I mean... I mean, yeah, maybe he, that dude did look like you know he was one of those loud drunk guys ha- trying to have a good time. Yeah, because he but, even like right before he got knocked out, he he was trying to talk shit to Joe Schilling, right? Like he tried to get in his face real quick. But yeah, yeah. It, well, will he get in trouble for that? Because I know like oh, he bo- oh yeah, he's because right, uh, his hands considered lethal weapon rare or something like that. No, depending nah. on what state you are. Well, I mean anybody's hands are lethal. Anybody can oh. kill somebody with their bare hands. Yeah, bro, look at these hands. Bro. You know what I mean? Look at those hands. Hey, bro. yeah, but these guys, these guys fight for a living I wish I mean, their hands are oh, different Steve fights for a living too you know what I mean they fight for a living and, you know yeah, I mean, that's true <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah. Uh, before we, uh, do you have any more no that's it that's uh, all before the we get into got. the uh, fight reviews actually have a, a few uh, two more announcements on MMA side one champion one championship bantamweight Fabiano Hernandez Fernandez I'm sorry eyes a title defense against John Lineker we have to drink guys yeah that that's going to be, be an cool. awesome fight if it happens yeah. and uh, Fabiano is is the underground king of the lighter weight uh, divisions man he was tearing up the lighter weight divisions in 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 uh, in dream uh, and it, everywhere man he he's he, That'd be cool to see him fight a hard hitter like uh, John Lineker. Lineker looked great in that, mm-hmm. that last fight we saw. Yeah. All right. Former Glory champion Jason Cycle Willis makes a move to MMA after signing with Levels Fight League. And uh, just some interesting facts. He has wins over Alex uh, Pereira, who's a world beater in the kickboxing world, and Joe Schilling. He, he knocked out Izzy, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he knocked him out, but he has a win over Izzy. Oh. I thought it was a decision. Was it a knockout? He he's the one. I don't know if you see the clip on uh, any social media platform or YouTube. Is he gets knocked out cold? It's by that guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Really, I'm not the look. So it's a little prospect uh, to uh, watch out for. Probably gonna try to build him up. All right, real quick, uh, we're gonna move into the fight reviews. There's only one notable fight to actually watch: is Chris Colbert versus. Um, 
King Tug. I don't know why they call him King Tug, but uh, <laughs> as Chris has to say, if you have to ask, you, you can't afford it. Yep, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he is a King Tug. Uh, uh, we're watching the highlights, but it shows a different story, man. It, it, it shows like uh, King Tug did a little bit more, but I watched the whole fight, and he, he put it on him in the first round and then in the third. But uh, the, the story was was Colbert's uh, speed and his jab, man. He, he established that jab from from the second the bell rang till the end. Yeah. He's good, man, he, but he did get hit a little bit too much for someone yeah. coming off three days' notice. Ooh, he he, he drops right his there. hands a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, he also, I mean, uh, that's a crazy color over there, too. I mean, look how bright that is. That's just me. But uh, he's a future star at uh, 130, 135. Uh, and he is a PBC fighter, so that's a potential Tank Davis opponent. Ooh. Oh yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, nice. he look, he look, he look good, man. I like him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he and, does and, drop his hands a little too much. That's for my controversial. Yeah, like I was telling me. DJ yesterday, Tank. what happened, and I'll just do a brief uh, overview real quick. Um, he, Jonte Wilder. He had a little uh, fit, and he had a video taken down from one of the podcasts I listened to, The Boxing Voice, because Chris Colbert called him a sucker. He said, Deontay Wilder's a sucker, and uh, Fury's going to beat on him. And he had that uh, video taken down. And he also talked shit about his other stablemate, Earl Spencer, saying that he's flat-footed and Pacquiao's going to march on him. Mm. So there's Mm. a lot of... Now he's public enemy number one, so... Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, just, Spence, Spence would make he, this guy look silly. But he's calling it as it is, right? I mean, he, well, he, they're he, not in the same division. But I know, they're supposed to be I know, like, but you they're know, not. They're not far apart. They're supposed to be boys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're supposed to be yeah. stable mates. Maybe, maybe he's trying to. Build he's what 135. Up. I think Spence has fought in like the 140s. Yeah, Spence is so, 147. Yeah, right? yeah he's maybe not. he's just trying to get out there to get that tank fight. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up. <laughs> Let's get into the fight previews coming up this week, and I'm excited because it's an action-packed week of fights, and it's my birthday weekend too. It feels good, man, to have a full full week of fights starting on Wednesday with my boy Tim Costazu versus Steve Sparks coming off um, a late replacement. I think off three days as well. Uh, Costazu. He's, he's a world beater, man. He's looking like a world beater like his dad, man. Um, both are fan favorites in Australia, from what I could read. But, you know, Tim is super popular over there because of his, his dad. Um, I think, but I think um, Tim Tim's operating at a, at a, at a world-class level. And his power and his ever-increasing boxing skill is, is going to get the job done, man. I'm picking a, a six-round stoppage, man. And it's cool to see because when I got into boxing, uh, later, you know... Like, MMA got me into boxing because I just started loving combat, you know? Right, right. And I loved watching highlights of his dad, Kostazu. Yeah. Dude, he's a beast. Yeah. And then to, to now, and but, you know, was, I was too young to live through his fights, you know? And to live through his son, to see his son fight, man, and he's operating right now. You know, he's passing the eye test. He's going to get his resume up soon. It's pretty cool. Do you think he's going to carry the name on better than Travis? Oh, yeah, dude. Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not that hard. Hey, he's, he's wishing his wife got a shmishmarshan. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? <laughs> yeah, Travis. Oh, I wish I had Chavez. that sound clip. Travis yeah. probably wishes that. The, the legend says he's still asking for a, for a tie. 
Uh, the next fight, uh, oh, actually, uh, that Casa Zoo fight is going to be on Wednesday. It's in Australia. I do not know what the time is going to be for us. I think we said it would be like around 5 or I think 8. We just said 5 in the morning, Chris said. Yeah. We'll see, but I'm, I'm going to try to see it. If not, I'm going to try to catch the replay. Uh, next up on Friday, an action-packed night of fights on Friday from Dizan, bro. Eddie Hearn is stacking these cards. He's changing the boxing game, bro. Uh, the main event. Gilberto Ramirez, 41 wins, zero losses, 27 KOs, versus Sullivan Barrera, 22 wins, three losses, 14 KOs. Now, this is Mexico versus Cuba. Both are solid fighters. Both have good wins on their record. Uh, Barrera is very experienced at light, uh, at light heavyweight. He's been in the ring with the likes of Andre Ward, Jesse Hart, Dimitri Bivol, and he has wins over Joe Smith Damn. and Jeff Lacey. Mm. Ramirez is 6'2". Oh, Lacey. Uh, 41 uh, wins. Oh, I already did that. I'm sorry. He's a southpaw. He's the first ever Mexican super middleweight champ. Um, and he brings that Mexican style, high volume. I I, I think uh, Ramirez gets the job done with a unanimous decision. So I think we see a, I think we see a war, man. man. That guy looks good. Yeah. Ramirez. Yeah, I've watched Ramirez fight uh, a couple times. He's fun to watch. And check, check this out, guys. Picture this. The original... Main event was supposed to be this card was supposed to be Ryan Garcia versus Javier Fortuna. This Gilberto Ramirez fight was supposed to be the co-main event. Oh, this card that's that this been card nice. has been sick. Ran yep. right before the Connor fight, right? Yep. Right in the co-main event, which is an amazing co-main event in my opinion. Jo, uh, Joe Jojo Diaz Jr. Thirty-one wins, one loss, one draw, fifteen KOs. Will step up to one hundred thirty-five pounds to take on Javier Fortuna, dude. Thirty-six wins, two losses, one draw, twenty-five KOs in a twelve-round bout, dude. Javier Fortuna comes in to kill. He doesn't throw jabs. He doesn't throw little punches to fate. Every punch is going with ill intent. He's going to hurt you. That's what he's all about. He throws big shots every single time. And Joseph Diaz is just Mexican style, classic. He's gonna come forward. He, he likes to get inside and throw short hooks. It's, it's, it's has the recipes for uh, a, a war. Looks like someone's getting yeah. knocked out, dude. It's sure. gonna be that's sick, what, fight, bro. Yeah, like, dude. It's gonna be a uh, sick. Imagine him versus Ryan Garcia. What y'all think? No. That was supposed to be his point. You think he? Uh, you I, think he ducked him, man? Or what everybody's I think saying? this would have been a true test for Garcia. You think it's a? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a duck. I don't know, man. It's I tough to say. I don't know. Uh, mental illness, you know, it's it's a serious thing. But uh, you know, when when the opponent you're ducking finally has a fight and somehow you're healed from it, mm. it's a little questionable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be a great fight, man. Uh, seriously. Um, real quick, I'm gonna mention because uh, women's boxing is not the most popular, but there seems to be a, a little spark with. Was super bad, uh, Estrada. Um, she's twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's twenty wins, and no Sinyesa? losses. Yes, and yes, here you go. Yeah. And yes, super bad, Estrada. She's taking on a. This is Japanese, man. Sorry. Here we go. Tenkai to tsunami. Tsunami, yeah. Hey. But we're still gonna drink. <laughs> so uh, there's a little spark. I don't know if it's a flash in the pan. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I think. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I'm not. I haven't seen every. I'm not even gonna. You know, 
lie and say that I, I watch women's boxing. I, I really, I don't watch. Nobody much does, of it. Jeff. <laughs> Promise, nobody yeah, does. So don't obviously, I've that. never seen. Not even women's boxing. Not even women's boxers. boxers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, but um, I have watched uh, Cinesa Estrada fight, and she has she's hands, she is, right? man. She's she's a good boxer. Yeah, so I'll I'll definitely watch that fight if I can find it. You know. Uh, on online for sure. It's on Dizan on Friday. So. Okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that one. Um, this whole card's gonna be good, man. This watch. Is yeah, I know, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it. If you're a combat sports fan, you've probably seen it. Uh, her clip of she knocked out this girl named Miranda Adkins. Can you in look it like, up? Can you look like, it up, uh, Chris? Real quick. It's like in six seconds or some some like that, dude. Yeah, it, it she looked has, like that girl had no business being there. Yeah, actually, I think she was a champion, dude. That, that's what yeah, that's what you told me. Yeah, yeah I think it's she was. Not, her stands the way she. It's a uh, uh, Miranda. Just type in a uh, Miranda M I R A N D A uh, Adkins A D K. INS versus Estrada right there it's like it yeah it was like like I said since the bell ring you can tell by this girl stand she has no business being there I, it, it's crazy yeah uh, Estrada is just so fast man her hands yeah. are just yeah it, it's it's awesome she, yeah, she's right a good boxer good. right there's good <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not that long <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish I could smoke here bro I'm t- you sure can. You can do whatever your heart desires. Yeah, right. But what, what weight is she? Uh, oh, she's super light. Probably like 105 or something like that. She oh, look, man. She looks like a soccer mom. Yeah, she she just doesn't look like Louis. She looks and like... And it's over. And it's over. Yeah, it's, it's it. Wow. it. It was... It's just such a, a nasty <laughs> knockout. Yeah, bro. That looks like Jennifer when, uh, when she's mad at me, bro. She was <laughs> at me like that. Yeah, definitely tune in to watch Siniestro Estrada. She's a good, she's a good boxer. I like her better than I like Clarissa Shields. I just say that right now. Uh, yeah. op- opening the card, uh, I'm gonna let Luis pronounce his name. Oh, the Hector. He- what's his full name? Uh, Hector Tajanada Junior. San Antonio's own. He's really good. I'm sorry, Hector. I couldn't pronounce your name, but it's super Mexican. It's okay though. We're super Mexican <laughs> too. <laughs> San Antonio's own. He faces uh, William Zapata. 22 uh, wins, zero losses, 20 KOs. It's a step-up competition. Um, but uh, we wish him luck, man. He's yep. opening up the card. He's legit. He's a uh, uh, high, um, high uh, offensive output. He looks good, man, and I actually got his autograph on one of my gloves, along nice, with uh, nice Mikey man. Garcia. So. Where'd you meet him at, man? And, and real uh, quick, let's win the Robert Garcia Boxing Academy opened up. Oh, got okay. the autographs. And nice. real quick, let, let's drink, because I, I read it wrong, too. It's Tanahara. Tanahara. We, we, we hope Jamie Sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, good luck to you, man. Um, you know, I know you're going to represent San Antonio just like Barrios did. I can't wait to see you open up the car and let you shine, man. That Ryan Garcia was a blessing because I don't think he'd be opening up on this card if Ryan Garcia was on the card. So Nice. Awesome. All right, next up, it's going to be a banger on Saturday, dude. Um, what's the best part about this whole week is none of the fights conflict with each other, man. Oh, sweet. All yeah, right. that's always nice. This is Saturday at 2 o'clock. This is um, probably going to have to stream this. I don't think this is a design. It's going to be on BT Sports, but it's um, um, uh, London Arthur versus David uh, Farsidi. Farsidi. Oh, man. Hold on. Jesus. We're going to be drunk today. Pharisee. <laughs> Pharisee. All right. Um, and honestly, I can't see nothing other than uh, an Arthur victory on points. He has one of the best jabs in Britain, guys. 
He has one of the best jabs. I'm serious. His opponent's pretty much the same style, but just not as good. This is going to be a battle of the jabs. Mm. Um, and actually, uh, Anthony Yard in the co-main event, uh, they fought each other, uh, him and Arthur, and it was a really close fight, and uh, I had uh, Yard winning. But um, it's pretty cool that they have another star in the co-main event. God. So man. this is going to be a really good a really good Saturday, man. Yeah, this, this is at like 2. We're, we're watching the, the highlights of uh, Arthur versus Yard, and God damn, that's a small-ass ring for these two big-ass dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to end right before the early prelims start for the UFC. It's going to be awesome, man. <clears throat> that's perfect, man. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't play the um, sound clip for the Britain, the British showdown. This <laughs> 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 is gonna be a great, great fight card. Um, now, guys, it it's it's what we all been waiting for. Yep. UFC. 264. Yeah. You already know. I like McGregor versus Poirier, or should I say Poirier versus McGregor 3. <clears throat> it's going down. Pass it off to my boy Jeff for the full fight card breakdown. Yeah, we'll start on the... Uh, we can actually start, because this is a McGregor card, so, you know, like, the main card is going to be good, of course, but even some of the prelims are really good fights, man. Um... I guess we'll start with Nico Price versus uh, Michelle Pareda. Uh, man, honestly, I don't know how that's not on the pay-per-view card. Yeah. Because, I mean, someone's getting knocked out in that fight. I think we all know it, right? Like, if you watch fights, you know both these dudes come out, and they're all offense, man. They're looking to take your head off as soon as the, you know, as soon as the fight, you know, from beginning from beginning to end. So uh, that's going to be super fun. And that's not even the feature prelim. Uh, the feature prelim is Carlos Condit versus Max Griffin. Uh, Carlos Condit. That's going to be fucking, hold on. That's yeah. going to be another. <clears throat> by, by the way, uh, I have Pareto winning via backflip. <laughs> <laughs> both of those fights are going to be that way, Steve. They're, they're both going to be wars. I, I don't think pr- there's any chance that Price and Pareto go to the distance. Um, and Condit and, and uh, Griffin as well, dude. I think some, unfortunately, I, I love Carlos Condit, but I think I, I'm going to have to pick against him in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just getting up there in age, man. I don't know if he can compete with these young guys anymore. Max Griffin is, is a tough dude. So we'll see. Hopefully, Carl's kind of proves me wrong, though, because yeah. I like him. Um, let's get into the main card, man, and then and let's start where uh, Real quick, um, Ryan Hall, he's going to be on that card. Oh, yeah, the jiu-jitsu just, just real quick. Yep. Um, un, unpopular opinion. I think he gets exposed and loses. Ooh. What do you think? I'm being a troll. Um, you think he, you think uh, his opponent's gonna be able to? Yeah, I can't pronounce his standing? name, but he looks really good. I was looking at the highlights. Tapuria, you think he's gonna be? And able I know to Ryan Hall. I know Ryan Hall is uh, one of the most ducked guys in the UFC, and I was excited to see that fight. And then I looked up this guy's highlights, and I was like, hmm. So he's a uh, he's a striker. Yeah, he's a striker. He looks good, man. I mean. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I, I don't know what his takedown defense looks like. I don't he looks know. pretty good, man. He does? looks pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, if you can keep the fight standing against Ryan Hall, you're then you you have a good shot at winning, for sure. Um, because if you go to, to the ground, if you can't keep the fight standing, you're getting submitted. You'll be tapping. What, what's his name? Pretty quick. I, I it's pronounce. um. La. Oh man. La, la, I'm not. I don't even know. Tapuria. Yeah, Tapuria. His last name is T O P U R I A. That's gonna be another fight to watch on the early prelims. Uh, prelims, guys. 
guys. It is. It's it's the third. Because for, for, I was first of just like I said, excited to see Ryan Hall back. But when I looked up his opponent, his opponent's the highlights. I mean, he, it impressed me, man. So I'm excited for this fight. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely, man. Guys, this is a full freaking week of fights. This is a Saturday pack of fights. This is insane. Yeah. Crack open a cold one with the boys, all right? <laughs> Yep. If there's any Jessica I fans out there, she's on the card. I, try not I don't to, know if there's uh, any, but if there is. Try know. not to black out before the main event, though. This yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's get into the main card, man. First fight on the main card, pay-per-view card, is Sean O'Malley versus Chris Moutinho. Oh. So um, I think we all know what's going to happen here. I don't know. I've watched I watched this, who, you know, his who's opponent. He, who's he fighting? He's fighting a guy named Chris Moutinho. He's a... Moutinho, he's a, a, a last-minute replacement. Oh. Luis Smoka got hurt, so he had to pull out of the fight. What's his name? Chris Moutinho. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, yep. So, yeah, uh, I watched enough of the guy, found enough on him to see that O'Malley's going to knock him out whenever the pretty much whenever the fuck he feels like in the first round, second round. He might toy with him a little bit, put on a show. But if he really wanted to, I think he'd knock him out in the first yeah, round. I, I watched yeah. some of the highlight. And, uh, yeah, he, he, looks a little, he looks a little low. Yeah, yeah. My, my notes say... Ooh, easy work. Right yeah, absolutely okay. easy, easy work. work. Oh he's, shit. He's too O'Malley's too long. He's he controls Can you say range it? too well. <laughs> There's a big old storm going on right now, guys, yeah. and we're like scared it's not gonna The whole ground just shook right yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully we don't have to uh, do yeah. this. I, I think we don't have to talk about this one much. We all have O'Malley now. Yeah, man, I, I think uh O'Malley's gonna keep him guessing with the feints and land a highlight real knockout, man. I'm 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 thinking a head kick, something along the, on the lines of yeah. that, bro. Think so? they, I think they, it's they, gonna be a right hand. I think hope, so. I hope basically just said like uh O'Malley, look good on the McGregor card. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, here, yeah. look good on the McGregor card because he's been looking fucking whacking that fucking verified. So you know what I mean? I mean I mean O'Malley, uh well the last time he fought he he had that uh He's been trying to do this uh, walk-off knockout. You know? yeah, yeah, Thomas yeah, Almeida yeah, yeah. against Thomas yeah, Almeida. Maybe yeah. he finally gets he a walk-off. He yeah. almost uh, he almost lost that one when he when he tried to walk off on that last Yeah, he kind of toyed yeah. with He was, like, toying with him. He yeah. was, like, playing with him. And then he yeah. almost lost that because he started losing on the cards and stuff. And then, food. <laughs> and he finally dropped him at the end. But uh, let's see if he he grows up a little bit. I mean, he's he's fun to watch. He's exciting. Yeah, I'm hoping that he comes pace. out and he's just going for the, for the finish. I mean, I don't want to. Obviously, don't want him to come out and look sloppy and, you know, leave himself over for shots. But I hope he comes out and tries to make a statement, finish yeah. the fight quickly, you know, because yeah. he can. He's that good, you know, that much better than his opponent. So, yeah, unanimous. We all got O'Malley in that one. So, everybody? Guys, yep. Well, what round, guys? First round? Like first. I got first. first. Wait, yeah. So, are we going to pick the other? You want to pick the other three, too, or no? We're just stick with the main card. Um, yeah, we'll just stick, we'll to, the stick with the main card. We're, yeah, we're, we're picking the main card. Okay, cool. Guys. Sounds good. All right, so the next one is Irene Aldana. Versus Yana Kunitskaya, a women's uh, bantamweight uh, fight. And in this one, I'm going with Aldana. Um, Kunitskaya won her last one. I believe it was against Ketlin Vieta. Yeah, Ketlin Vieta. Yeah, that was her last fight. And Kunitskaya looked okay. She was able to control the fight with grappling, though. And I don't think she's going to be able to do that against Aldana. I think Aldana will keep the fight standing. And I think she's a better striker. Yes, <clears throat> I have Aldana via decision. Yeah. Same yeah. here. Same here. This is gonna be the calm before the storm. I, I have a Aldana winning, yeah. um, Aldana winning uh, via stoppage. Uh, I, I think she has that. good strikes and she's gonna hit her with a lot of straights, um, a lot of jabs, and a lot of front kicks to just keep the pace going heavy on her. Uh, I I got my pick based on the they they have uh, similar opponents in uh, Catlin Vera and I and uh, Aldana you know destroyed her. 
So that's how I picked that. Right, right, right. She did. And uh, Kunitskaya, I believe she lost the first round and then won the next two rounds uh, pretty uh, pretty dominantly. But yeah, I got Aldana. Who do you got, DJ? Aldana. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, all of us got Aldana in that one, too. On to the next one, and I think this is where we will differ in our picks in this one. Uh, Tai Tu Ivasa. This is in the heavyweight division. Tai Tu Ivasa versus Greg Hardy. This is a banger. And, uh, this is going to be... This is gonna be a good fight, man. Um, I'm picking to Ivasa by knockout. Uh, I'm picking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a guaranteed knockout. I'm picking Greg Hardy uh, by knockout as well. I feel like the difference um, will be uh, Greg Hardy's leg kicks, man. Uh, <laughs> he has pretty good leg. You're crazy because Tyler has better leg kicks. Uh, you think uh, my prediction? He's gonna tear up Hardy's legs. And then he's going to go to the head, and he's going to get a highlight reel knockout in the first. What if, what if Hardy... Because, hard, yes, if it goes... The later it goes, it's bad for Greg Hardy. He don't got no cardio. Yeah, I'll give... Well, he needs his asthma inhaler. He looks yeah. better I'll every say, time. What if he brings <laughs> up the asthma inhaler? I just think the longer... The Greg Hardy's only chance is a first-round knockout. That's it. Oh, it's funny you say that, because I have a... I, I believe that about another fight on this card, but we'll get yeah. to it. Yeah, I, I got. I don't have great cardio. That's for sure. I'll tell you that much. Right. I, I don't. So three, two Ivasa is one so, hard. So that means yeah. next week you're gonna hear and I told you so from me. Mm, maybe, or, maybe yeah. not. Or maybe, maybe we all just doggy on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's gonna be an awesome fight. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the co-main event of the evening, and that is uh, Gilbert Burns in the welterweight division. Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. Uh, for me, I have Gilbert Burns winning in decision. I feel like this fight uh, it will be determined by the way Gilbert Burns fights. So if he wants to stand up and, and stay with him, I feel like he's just going to get beat up. Uh, but if he closes the distance, uh, keeps the pressure, and uh, keeps him on the clinch, and is able to take him down a couple times and keep that constant pressure like he did against Woodley, I You're think right, he, right. He, he could win in decision. And... I mean, you got to think about it. Willie's an amazing grappler, and he was able to ragdoll him around. Yeah, true. And I, I just feel like that's how it goes. But like I said, it depends on how Burns wants to fight. If he wants to stand up with them, I think he's just going to get beat up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with yeah. Stephen Thompson. I got Thompson by knockout. I just feel like he'll be able to, to um, stay off the fence, stay out of the clinch. And I think he's got he's got really good takedown defense, man. And I think he's hungrier, even though he's, I believe he's the older guy. I know he's been, you know, at the top of the welterweight division longer than Burns has. I think he's hungry to get another title shot. And if he wins this fight, and especially if he wins it by knockout, he just might be next to get a title shot. He hasn't fought Usman. Leon Edwards already fought and lost to Usman. Colby Covington already lost to Usman. Wonderboy would be a new matchup, so who knows? If he if he comes out and knocks out Gilbert Burns, I wouldn't I would love to see him get a shot at Usman. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, now that you mention it like that, Jeff. Yeah, I would want Thompson to win just for that Usman matchup because let's see how Usman does uh, with someone that moves the way he moves. Right. But um, I'm going to go with Burns just because uh, he's a younger fighter. Um, I don't know what Thompson has left in left in uh, in his tank. I mean, he's always dangerous. Um, the, the style that he fights, the way he did it out with his karate movements, and yep. he, he's uh, he, he's so you don't know what's coming. You don't know if it's kick or or a punch or whatever the case may be. I love and, his last uh, fight, dude. Yeah, and so let's see what he got. If he still got it, I think he can pull it off, and Thompson can can pull it off and win, and hopefully he gets a title shot because that'll be interesting. But at the same time, I, I'm gonna ha- I would have to go with Burns just because he's a younger guy and. 
I mean, yeah, he's definitely weird. He looks, he looks scary. He's, he's scary dude. I'll yeah, tell you that dude. much. I love the way, like, against Woodley, like after every round, he'll literally ch- uh, walk right behind them, just dogging them <laughs> all the way to his corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty badass. Uh, so two burns, picks. I got Thompson. Who you got? Steve? Yeah, I got Thompson, man. Um, uh, Gilbert Burns has to, uh, like Louis said, you know, apply that pressure and take him down. And um, I think his only hope is to keep the pressure down. Hopefully, when he takes him down, pull off a submission. He has a black belt, high level black belt. I think that's that's what he should go for. But uh, if he keeps that pressure and gets some takedowns, and I think he can win a, a decision. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Warner Boy is just a master at distance. And, yep. and moving really well, and you know the the knock in getting finished by uh, Anthony Pettis kind of worries me, because Burns is a hard hitter. But <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I, this spells a unanimous unanimous decision for Wonder Boy in my eyes, man. Yeah, that's a good pick, man. No. Well, really, uh, <clears throat> what I really liked uh, from Stephen Thompson was his last performance against uh, Vincent Luque, and I know it's a completely different matchup, but. Luque is looked at as one of the killers in the division right now. Steven Thompson beat the shit out of him, dude. And and he was nice about it. You know, he like he would knock Luque down and like help him up and give him a high five. You know, like uh yeah. it was it was it was it was cool to watch. Yeah, but he completely dominated Vincent Luque. He's definitely one of the nicer guys to get knocked out by about when he gets knocked out. I mean with that video yeah. clip of him in the hospital when he talked about how how he didn't realize what happened and how he just woke up in the hospital and he realized he got knocked out. He, he was all excited about being knocked out, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, there's clips of him on YouTube like reacting to his knockout. And it, yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's a trip, but yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. He can't knock on him. All right, so we got two burns, two for burns and two for uh, Wonder Boy. Let's get into the main event of the evening. Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor three. Who do y'all got? I'm going gonna go with Luis first. Uh, I got uh, my boy Poirier. Uh, I think he's gonna be spicy just like his sauce. Uh, I think he's good one. Do the drum roll, bro. Do the drum roll. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There we go. Hey, wait. Let me get you a coin too, bro. You deserve the coin. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. No, that was clever. I got him stopping him in the in the third round. I feel like McGregor's best chance is in the first round. Uh, But I feel like uh, Poirier has a chin for it. Feel like has a better gas tank. And uh, if if it's an all out brawl, I'm I'm picking Poirier all the way every time. Uh, I feel like. He's uh, Connor's gonna try to switch it up, do a lot of leg kicks, and I feel like he's he, he's gonna get a uh, counter out of that, and I feel like that's how he's gonna take him down. There you go, man. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I feel the same way about it being a war. I think that if it does go into somehow makes it into the third round, yeah, Dustin Poirier is gonna win a war against Conor McGregor ten times out of ten. Uh, I was uh, Dustin Poirier said something in the in the buildup to uh to this fight he said uh you can have all the money in the world but you can't buy heart yeah. and um and that's true man yeah i'm picking dustin poirier over mcgregor in a war 10 times out of 10 uh, i mentioned how poirier said that 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 line that i thought was awesome dude you can have all the money in the world but you can't buy heart and i think that's what separates poirier from mcgregor the most is is their heart man they dustin poirier is willing to take a beating to to get a w and uh, mcgregor is not he's uh, several times in there i think it, we've seen him break and uh he even broke in the second fight against diaz not completely but he there was there was 
moments in that fight where it looked like Diaz was gonna finish him, you know, or take over all the way, and then you know, I give I give it to McGregor. He he fought through it, but if he if he gets backed up against the cage again like that, and he's taking shots taking shots from then from Nate Diaz and and Dustin Poirier is obviously two different things. He won't survive that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Dustin's gonna wear him down, and I think he'll stop him. Um, I'm going to say he's going to stop him in the third round, too. I'm going to go third round knockout <clears throat> by Poirier. Of course, McGregor always has a chance to knock you out in the first round. He's always the most dangerous. He might be the most dangerous fighter in the first round in the history of the UFC. Um, he's that dangerous in the first round. Um, obviously, Francis is up there because that guy's got <clears throat> crazy power. But um, pound for pound, McGregor, too, man. Like, in the first round, he's just so dangerous. If he touches you with that left hand, dude, anybody can go out. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, but my official pick is Dustin Poirier by third-round knockout. You, DJ? Of course, you know, I got to go with um, McGregor, you know, because, you know, he's the greatest, you know. He's done so much for the sport, you know. If it wasn't for him, UFC wouldn't be where it's at. Um, True. I think, I think, um, I think the... (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm serious, man. I mean, this is Conor McGregor here. I mean, they should just call it Conor McGregor, you know, not not MMA or UFC. I mean, he is the man, right? <laughs> he, he is the guy out there. He's two-time champion, first two-time champion UFC, right? Uh, uh, first double he, champion. He hasn't lost a title shot. I mean, uh, he hasn't lost a title defense ever. <laughs> I mean, you come out there and, and you put that those type of stats that's, out there that's true he has not yeah. lost a title defense in any organization that he's been in and he's he's the, he's the goat he's the greatest he, he's he's 10 times above Anderson Silva 10 times above uh, John Jones I you mean there's no one there's no one that can touch him you know that was a fluke on that last one DJ I have a feeling I'll be able to smoke soon so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet you a quad McGregor uh, shoots first oh yeah oh Ooh, what oh, oh. Yeah. you think he's gonna shoot I do oh. I think he's like his bet. Oh, I like that. I like that. I think he's gonna get overwhelmed in the second, and he's gonna shoot first. Okay. Ooh, right. that. All hey, right. if okay. he if Dustin beat him into shooting, dude, that would be epic. Right. Man, I think so. I, I think all that shit talking. What's your official pick? Conor McGregor. But like, what round? By how? Uh, first round, two minutes in. Knockout, right? Yeah, that's the, only, that's the only way. If it goes it past two happen, minutes, and you know Dustin's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> My original pick was uh, Conor McGregor first round, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, man. I, I think Poirier's gonna knock him out in like maybe in the late second or early third, man. I, I really, I think so, man. Uh, uh, McGregor has to let his his kicks go, man, and not do that whole heavy on the front, front leg, leg approach. Because mm-hmm. if he does that, when he comes in to jab, he- heavy on the front leg, when he comes in to jab, he's gonna get eaten with those leg kicks mm-hmm. by Poirier, man. Um, I want. McGregor to win because there's nothing like uh, even though he's a casual magnet uh, casual magnet you know what I mean mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that I'm even a Conor McGregor fan but there's nothing like a Conor McGregor fight week man it's very true it's hype you know it's hyped up you know everyone's excited um, you could you could find somewhere to watch because you know your friends your cousins someone's gonna have a Conor McGregor fight so uh, so when Conor loses um, you think he's gonna retire so you do think he's gonna lose I thought you just picked him I mean, yeah, of course he picked. Well, you say if he loses. Yeah, you just said. I mean, if he loses. Uh, I I think if he loses, That's he's gonna look to for a, a trilogy against Diaz or a I, fight. Nick. I think uh, that uh, yeah, Dustin's career is more on the line. 
He has so. to win. He's been coming in cocky because where does he go if he loses to Conor McGregor? He's not going to get a fourth fight. He's not going to get a title uh, title shot if he loses. McGregor could get that, like Luis said, get that easy. I can see him fight Michael fight. Chandler. Yeah, but that's not going to get. Uh, There's lots of fights know, for man. Dustin, man. There's lots but of. Them. I I I don't I think his world to a title title shot again is not like McGregor's. McGregor's is easier. Yeah, absolutely. You're I think right it's about that. like his, yeah. and he's coming in cocky. He's talking shit. You know, uh, he's feeling himself. But um, I want McGregor to win. I do because uh, unpopular opinion. I'm gonna be a troll again. There's no stars in the UFC, bro. Is he supposed to be a star? You had Nate Diaz on your undercard, and you can't get a million. I don't know. That's true. Like, like another unpopular take. UFC does not have. Other than this, after this fight, they don't have another million dollar uh, million uh, pay per view by card mm-hmm. for That's a true. long time, unless Very it's true. McGregor. Yeah. No, he he's the one that. Uh, yeah, man, he's he's definitely the biggest star in the sport, biggest star the sport has ever seen. He, he, he's possibly the second biggest combat sports star of all time, he, only behind Floyd well, Mayweather. Uh, if uh, okay, uh, if John Jones versus Nagano doesn't get made, yeah. I think that's a million dollar pay per view. But other than that, if that doesn't happen, I don't see it happening. I think I think yeah. uh, minus, yeah, John Jones uh, and a, a very top um, heavyweight fighter. Maybe top three, top five. I think Nunez versus Triple C. I think Conor McGregor. <laughs> where the, is the stars, bro? UFC. Like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. like, where are the stars? Like honestly, uh, I think I'm smelling. I'm predicting. I'm doing my Johnny Carson. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, or he's the fortune teller. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I smell a UFC crossover fight in the future. It's gonna have to happen. In boxing, like Dana White's gonna co-promote. I, I smell it for some. There's there's no. I, they have to get big. A big. And I think it's Fury versus Nagano or something. Because Nagano wants that payday. They're trying to work something out. I, I smell it, man. I don't know. Yep. It could be just it. crazy. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, whatever's going to make make money, you know? Like, that's what Dana White is all about. He's all about making money. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know why he isn't already doing that, you know? But I'm sure he has his reasons. But, yeah, man, aside from Conor McGregor, there, right now there really isn't any huge you know huge superstars that are going to sell that one million dollar uh or i'm sorry million pay-per-view buys um but yeah conor mcgregor's a once in a in a generation you know type of it just talent i mean type of yeah. a draw not even talent obviously he's a great fighter draw, but yeah. draw his draw power is so much better than his skills his actual mma skills you know like yeah yeah it's gonna be hard man it's gonna be rough i'm just like it worries like me because Nate Diaz on your undercard and you can't even get close to a million. What's what's going on with you know MMA? Like what, where are all the views at? What where is it going to? Yeah, it is. It is weird, man. It is. Uh, That's Nate Diaz is a big draw. I yep, thought yeah. he's gonna get a million by himself. He could do a million, but no. What the fuck's oh. going on, guys? You know what yeah. it is, right? What all these uh, bootleg streamers? I don't know. The streams have been no. sucking lately, bro. You know, you, you know what it is yeah, too. Yeah, but, but it, it's the only even MMA though the streams suck, dude. Even though bro. the streams suck, it doesn't always mean you're gonna buy it. Yeah, and and, and you know what? It, it's there's a lot to it. I mean, like like uh, like you said, there's not there's not a big draw anymore in the UFC. The UFC is just living on its name right now. I think and, Dana White did that yeah. to himself. And and, uh, and I think yeah, I think he put himself in a hole. Had he had he in the right time when it was a GSP back in the day. And um, this this was only this this wasn't even that long ago. What through, ten years ago, if he would have done cross promotions or or something when when everybody else was had weak fighters, 
and he did cross promotions where his fighters were elite and 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 will bulldozer bulldoze all these other competition on these other um platforms yeah that would have put that would have put them up even higher and, and then they would have let the cross promotion going but dana white wants it all i mean he wants everything he, he th- he's hungry he wants everything the monopoly or some shit yeah man that was just me playing devil's advocate but uh i, I do kind of actually mean that i mean uh, i don't know where the stars are at yeah that's yeah. true I mean, but one million selling a million pay per views is hard for, is hard. Period. You know, for any sport, whether it's MMA or boxing, one million is 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 tough to hit. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping for Connor to win. He got the luck uh, luck of the Irish, right? Connor got legit stand up, bro. Two hundred two hundred thousand pay per view buys. Pay per view buys. There's no way that guy's the biggest star in boxing or one of them. Him and him and I don't think him and him and uh, Garcia even do a million, man. Nah, he's only if he's do only like doing 200k. Him and Garcia ain't hitting a million. Yeah. But that's 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 bad, but pretty <clears throat> almost decent just because no one tuned in to watch the undercard. 200,000k just watched Davis. You know what I mean? Not like a stacked undercard. So that's bad, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool that do y'all, k Do y'all think this McGregor uh, pay per view breaks a million? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Anything he touches. Yeah, he he. I think he always breaks a million. He got these crazy fans. He he might break a uh, two million oh, for yeah, this one. Man, yeah. Whole, so whole we Ireland. so we have what three Poiriers and and one McGregor. One McGregor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm only going yeah. for McGregor because wow, I think um, not saying that the sport needs it. Yeah. yeah well, Steve, Steve is completely right, dude. I'm with you on that, Steve. McGregor is better for the sport. If McGregor wins, it's better for the sport. Yeah. For for the love of the sport, uh, I want McGregor to win just for the fact that pros and cons. Uh, for the sport, it's good. Um, I think he's going to get lucky with a punch, just like he did in the first fight. The first fight, if you watch it, he got lucky, you know? Go back yeah. and watch that first fight. Yeah. It's more competitive good, yeah. than people are making it out to be. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know what's crazy? Poirier was landing leg kicks in that fight, too, dude. Yep. Yep. So yeah. so I think if he doesn't finish him in the first two minutes, it's going to Poirier. It's going to Poirier. That's it. Yeah. No, I want Gregor to win just for the, for, the, for the sport, for the views, for the matchups coming up, you know? Um... But but the con on it is hearing McGregor fans, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. true. <laughs> just no. hear them just go like gone around like I did about how he's so great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just McGregor fans though, but yeah, he he ain't that shit. he ain't that he's trash. Yeah, no, Chris is just showing us the purses how McGregor's making five mil, Poirier's making one. That's for the last fight. Oh, that was oh the last, last fight. fight. Oh damn, that's still a big ass difference. Yeah, he probably he probably make even more than that for this one. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But dude, even if McGregor wins, I see Oliveira tearing him up. I don't know, dude. He could land. Oliveira's like I said. In I the can last, see him knocking him out. He's broken yeah, before. Force, he's bro, been man. knocking yeah. out, and Chandler almost knocked him out too. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about Connor. Connor has that punch. He can end yeah. the fight with at any moment. You know, any moment he lands it, it's over. You know. But you know what? I, I think fighters are less scared of him now because he used yeah, to have right. that intimidating aura. That aura, dude. Now like it's not there. The invincible. Mm-hmm. He Connor, invincible yeah, Connor has to make people scared again, man. And I, I, I don't think he can do that at fifty-five, no? Steve. I think I think a lot of his success came from him being so much bigger than the forty-fivers, yeah. dude. And that's true. That was another thing I was no. gonna say. Um, Poirier is a true one fifty-fiver. 
I think Connor. He's not even a. He's a true one seventy or dude. He's fucking. He's, big. He said that he. He's, he's big, dude. He's big for even fight, lightweight. Fight now. night, he's like one eighty, almost one ninety, bro. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, he. he that's fucked uh, up. Bro. I saw. I saw an interview saying that he he didn't want to fight at one fifty five. The only reason why is because they they told him that the winner winner gets no. They didn't tell him that. They just said. I mean, if, he just assumed they wanted at fifty five, and he said, happen. "Well, I know what that means. That means that the winner's getting the title shot." Yeah, yeah. most likely mm. is. Yeah. Yeah, because he did say. We have one at 45, you won. One at 55, I won. Now let's fight at 170. But they didn't want that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Which which I feel like that's an advantage to McGregor. I feel like at 170, his gas tank is slower. I don't think he's as powerful. What did they fight at last time? 55. 55. 55. Yeah. I, think, I think your party will be fine. I just, you know, I'm just hoping on that um, luck of the Irish. You know, hopefully Connor can pull it off. Um, just... Just to make it going, but I hope it doesn't ruin Poirier's chances of, of, of getting back to the top. I don't think it would. I think Poirier's an elite fighter. You know, I think he's definitely a number two for that weight class. Um, yeah, man, he's got wins over. People forget, like, he, he knocked out Connor, he knocked out Justin Gagey. Like Holland, that Holloway knocked out Max or he Holloway. beat Max Holloway. Twice. Yeah, on the feet. I mean, I don't really count the first one. I guess you can, but he didn't beat Prime Max Holloway two yeah, times. He I beat mean, Prime he, Max Holloway one time. He still has. Well, because people resume. count people count those fights for yeah. Conor McGregor. They say, oh, how can you not say he's he's not one of the greats? He beat Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier. This is before the the, yeah, the before second fight with Dustin. Hit their peak. Yeah. yeah, he fought both of them when fucking Max Poirier was twenty years old. I mean, that Max Holloway was twenty years old when they fought. Dustin Poirier was like, it was like. Um, um, you know, he, when he was super young in the UFC, that same year they fought. He didn't. Yeah, they. He, McGregor didn't beat Prime Poirier. Were, Prime were they all like the same around the same age, coming up at the same time. Yeah, they all no, came into. McGregor's huh? not the same. Age. McGregor's older. Well, McGregor's older, but they all. Yeah, they were all started coming, working their way up. Like in the, the same they time, fought each the other. underground ranks, yeah, right? Yeah, but they weren't in their prime. <laughs> yeah. To me, Poirier beat McGregor in his prime. Like, yeah. if you take Dustin Poirier. Uh, from the time at the time McGregor and Poirier fought in their last fight if you take those versions of McGregor, Poirier and McGregor McGregor's version that night would kick his ass the 45 version of himself that fought Poirier you know what I mean and Dustin mm-hmm. Poirier's version of himself that night would beat the shit out of the Poirier from 145 you know the, yeah. they're so much better than they were when they fought the oh, first yeah, time definitely, definitely. Poirier's victory over McGregor means a lot more than McGregor's victory does over Poirier yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely definitely <clears throat> yeah yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a good card. I, I it's gonna be exciting no matter what happens. Um, yeah, a few more days, down. guys. Let's just pray that there's Jeez. no injuries. No injuries. Nothing like that happens. Turtle, Everybody makes Terry Grandma's to light a candle. Yeah, I got my you know what I'm saying? my Master Chief candle lit already. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. But coming up after the break, Luis is gonna lead us into our first ever mock draft, guys, because we're getting close to fantasy football season. All right, we're gonna go powder our noses and we'll be back. All right, guys, we're back. I'm going to kick it off to Lewis for our first ever TDFK mock draft. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going to do a, a mock draft. Uh, we'll start off. The Silent Assassin's on the clock. He got the first pick. Yes. Wow. All right. So then uh, Steve is on the clock. We got Patrick Mahomes went first. Chris McCaffrey. It's a no-brainer, man. Devin Cook. Yep, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, uh, Team 4, Team 5 is Jeff. Fuck, Alvin Kamara went 4. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure Henry would get taken before him. He got Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, and Tyreek Hill. Team 7, uh, I'm up. Team 8, 
I'm gonna switch it up a little bit and I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. it's a late pick and I'm, I'm getting a difference maker in that position, you know? In the best? Yeah, the best in the. The very best in that position. Well, let's pick him. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you waiting for? Pick him. I picked the wrong, I picked the wrong <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, team nine got Shake one and DJ's up at the last, oh, at the turnaround. Geez. Got two back to back picks. Two picks. Well, must be nice. Me. Yeah. Um, plenty of good players left. Yeah, I like to take Travis Kelsey late. Maybe Mixon, right? Maybe Mixon. Right? Maybe Mixon. Let's go with Chubb. Ooh, Chubb in the 10, and then who you got in the, your first round, or your first pick in the second round? Uh, let's do Kittle. Ooh. Ooh, Devontae Adams was taken, and I'm on the clock again. <sighs> well, I got Kelsey. That means I need to take a running back. Well, this is what I want, and I'm taking Cam Akers. I think he's getting oh, high over, value. Over your uh, beloved... Yeah, I just Joe feel like Aaron Jones for for me. Joe Mixon for me. RB one is is crucial. So mm. after that, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, and Jeff is in the clock. But yeah, for me, RB one is more crucial than having a, a, a wide receiver one. Yeah, I'm surprised Aaron Jones. You think Aaron Jones is taking this high? If if uh, no, Rogers decides not to play. You know what? Yeah, I think he is. I think you he think is. So? We got Jeff with uh, Austin Eckler <laughs> and then DK Metcalf. He's <laughs> on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Steve. Who came, who came off the board? Uh, DK Metcalf, Austin Eckler. Yes. Uh, All right, I went running back with my first pick. Yep, Dalvin Cook. So, let me see. I was on the board. I, I know Steve likes to go running back heavy, so. I'm going to go ahead and go with... I see Mixon's on the board. He's going to be uh, the difference maker. He's going to be MVP. <laughs> so it's hard for me to pass him up. Jeez. I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. Oh, you coward. <laughs> Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins. You, you trashed Diggs all last year when you picked him up, dude. All year long you trashed him until like mid-season. Then you wanted him. <laughs> Chris is on the clock. Again, Chris. Oh. Not back to back. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, AJ Brown, damn. I was hoping I'd get him in the turnaround. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mixon? Yeah. He, he really was hoping, though. Yeah, so, it, so, so Steve's on the clock. He got Dalvin Cook and Stephon Diggs. That's not a bad pairing right there. Yeah, not a bad pairing at all. I do like to go running back heavy, but there wasn't any running backs I liked. That's why I picked Stephon Diggs. Um, I'm not liking any of the running backs. And uh, wide receivers right here. So I'm gonna do something I usually don't do, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and Josh, uh, draft Josh Allen mm. and pair him and stack him with uh, Stefan Diggs. I think they're gonna have a great season. Yeah, mm. you coward. And then Antonio Gibson win next. Jeff is on the clock. Jeff has Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler. Yeah, uh, I kind of like that. Uh, I feel like that might. I don't know. Josh Allen. I mean, he's projected to be high, but. Yeah, he's Ooh. supposed to be a number two. Yeah. Because uh, Rodgers ain't playing this year, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remind Luis yeah, that. Yeah, I know. And all you Packer fans. He's gonna play it for a watch. He's gonna come back and we're gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hopefully. He's gonna come out from underneath the field, just like The Undertaker. 
<laughs> just like <laughs> and choke slam uh, the 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 backup quarterback. Dude, that'd be awesome, bro. Yeah, just, he comes out to the field to the dun dun da dun da dun. Oh, Justin Jefferson, that's a really good pick. Uh, Najee Harris went next. Damn, Calvin Ridley right before me, dude. That's that's who I really was hoping fell to me. Uh, so for me, I got Travis Kelsey and Cam Akers. So I got my number one. That's better. My number one tight end, number one uh, running back. And I don't know, man. I, I have Michael Thomas in this position, but I don't know if he's going to do as good. Uh, I, we, nobody even really knows what his freaking quarterback is. But to me, he is with the best wide receiver available, so I'm about to take him. It is what it is. <laughs> Michael Thomas, J.K. Dobbins went next. DJ's on the clock with back-to-back picks. He has Nick Chubb, George Kittle. Okay. Which, I don't know. Ooh, that's Josh Jacobs. Really, with Kenyon Drake there. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Kenyon Drake yeah, sucked not, last year. Not, he did, but he's going to take I'll away I'll stay away from that, dude. Teams. Yeah, I'll stay away from that. What do you mean? Uh, stay away. You just, you just got him. You just no, got I'm his, talking about Drake. number one. I know. No. Drake's going to be in Josh Jacobs' way. I don't know, man. Yeah, you went Keenan Allen. I doubt that. Uh, Clyde Edwards is next. I will go with... Whew. Clyde Edwards, hello. A guy that's going to get fed a lot by Fitzmagic. I'm going to go Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry. Ooh. I, I feel like uh, uh, Fitzmagic is going to feed him a lot, force feed him. Uh, Julio Shut Jones up. went next, Adam Robinson, uh, Jeff is next. We got Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson. Ooh, that looks like a pretty pretty good lineup, pretty mean lineup right there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, you got a lot of good players available still. DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, Mike Evans. Oh, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Mike Evans went next. Swifty. Steve. You got Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Who would it be next? This is your next running back. Running back heavy Steve. Run back Steve. He's got one so far. Running back Steve. I know. I'm surprised. That's what I'm saying. He's going to fourth round and only has one running back. I like that. This is different. This Um, this is definitely different for Steve. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and... um... Steve usually don't shoot for a quarterback till six. <laughs> yeah, that's what's throwing everything off. See, now you're all messed up, bro. Ooh, ooh. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go ahead and draft. Uh, even though it's a little risky, but he did stay healthy for the majority of the season. I'm going to go with uh, my second running back, uh, Chris Carson. Oh, okay. That, that's that's a pretty good choice. Pick. Amari Cooper uh, went next. After him, damn. That that's that's a really good value, dude. Amari Cooper late in the fourth. That's pretty good value yeah. for him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think uh what's his name? C D Lamb is dropping that much higher. There he is. There he is. <laughs> I don't think I don't, I don't see him falling down anytime sooner. Yeah. For you, Jeff, what's a healthy like uh to get a, a running back? I mean quarterback. Mm. I usually like to look around number six. If Late I don't, six. if it doesn't make sense for me to get one, Steve's on the board. Early, Let's see what Steve gets. Early is like, for me is like fourth round. If I can't get you know fourth or fifth round quarterback, which is gonna be one of the best ones in the draft, then I'm waiting till like late, like Dude, nine. One thing I've, I've been seeing in mock drafts that I like is Ryan Tannehill's been dropping late. Yeah, and I like that because yeah. he's a potential so Matthew top Stafford. ten. Matthew Stafford as well. You know, you know I got. Uh, That's not a shocker. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take another uh, yeah. wide receiver. I like that here, though. It's, it's two potential top ten 
and you gotta get him. There, yeah. You gotta uh, get him now. I'm gonna take another wide receiver here. Well, okay. Um, I'm probably gonna take. Uh, don't do it. You don't want him. How much time do I have left? Ten seconds. Yep. Yep. Almost. Almost over. Yeah. That's it. Kanye I'm take Robert Woods. Something uh, safe. This is PPR. Ooh. I need something. Oh, Lamar Jackson was taken. Uh, Jeff is on the clock. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Jer- uh, Jeff has Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift. It's a good team. So I, I do think Jeff might go receiver here. <laughs> receiver, or I could see him do a, a quarterback. But yeah, uh, that's one interesting. Uh, so do you think uh, the guy uh, Woods over Cup? Yeah, I, no, I actually like Cup more. I just think uh, Robert Woods <laughs> is more safer. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get fed the ball, and the Cup uh, Cup's relying yeah, on he touchdowns. Got, he got the better quarterback going on too. So let's go. Let's see what you got. All right, Luis is up now. So um, Luis got uh, Kelsey. Oh, he pricked Dak. Yep. Nice. He went with the Prescott. Oh, that's what I like, dude. If I can get Dak late in the fifth, I like that. See, so I think that's really good value. Yeah. All right. That's from QB1 right there. Yes. All right, guys. I'm going to shoot. Yeah. DJ's on the clock. Ah, bless. Uh, let me just remind you, he has Nick Chubb, George Kittle, Josh Jacobs, and Keenan Allen. Man. Oh, and, man. Uh, he has back-to-back oh, picks. Man. Oh, Jesus. I think I done done messed up, but um, <laughs> let's do this one more time. We're gonna run it back I saw, one more time. I, I, as soon as I saw, as yeah. soon as I saw Chris Godwin was on the clock, Bravo. he did have a disappointing year, dude. He is Brady's favorite target, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and he's he's great. He's a great. He's a great player. So, <laughs> um, let's go with uh, let's do it. Let's do a QB here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. There we go. DJ, uh, Kyler Murray, DJ Moore, I'm on the clock, and uh, I'm not liking what I have left, man. Yeah. I'm really not liking. I need, I need to go running back, I feel like. Yeah, time. well, it looks yeah. like you need to go running back. Yes, and I don't like most None of the running backs. It doesn't look good. No. Rob, Rob. That's some good running backs. James Robinson, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, I was thinking going Miles Gaskin. Gordon? He he has the most <clears throat> secure job. I don't know, dude. Everybody's talking about that rookie they drafted, Williams. I think that's listening. Yeah, Javante Williams. Yes, everybody's talking about him taking his spot by like week four, week five. Mark Andrews just went. Russell Wilson just got picked up, too. Ooh, man, there's a lot of good quarterbacks still left on the clock, man. Yep. Je- on Jeff Seal. Jeff, Jeff's on the clock. Oh, he got, ooh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Interesting. Ooh. I hope Adam he does Wow. Has Julio Jones went? I haven't seen him. No, I think he's still there. Nice. He's still dropping them. Even the machine's smart. Yeah. Even the machine's not taking him. We'll go ahead and take another. Take the hammy. Yeah. I don't trust it. Right now, I got Delvin Cook, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Chris Carson, Robert Woods. I am going to go ahead and pick another running back in Robinson. That one's sketchy just because of uh, Travis Etienne. That's nah, the only I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about him. He did such he did such a good job last year. I he think. did, dude. But you don't spend a number one draft pick, or not not a number one, number first round draft pick on a running back if you're not planning for him to be your starter. What round it? What, what, what pick was he? Uh, late. I think like twenty something. Oh, that's not spending nothing. That's spending something, bro. Did they had an earlier pick? No, pe- yeah, pe- pe- people freak out by uh, running backs getting chosen the second, <laughs> saying saying that's early. 
There we go. Aaron Rodgers, he's up. Yeah, what, Rogers, you really picked Devontae Aaron Rodgers? Smith. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we might he assume he might play, I guess. Come on. Hey, if he, he plays, he he's, he's top five QB. He has Mahomes, yeah. and he picked up yeah, Rodgers, so, so yeah, he's going to be all right. I don't right. think he's not going to play, though. I think I, Rodgers is the type of a-hole that will just show up at like the get, day before preseason game and yeah. get all the right, job. Rise, ready to roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I've been here all summer. Where y'all been? I've got Devin Cook and Chris Carson <laughs> as my running back. Oh, and also James Robinson. i got Robert Woods and Stephon Diggs. Uh, got a high explosive uh, running back one to match with the safe Robert Woods, especially in the in the PPR league. So I'm gonna go for some upside and pick Tyler Lockett, Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's that's who I. I don't know. I, I still think T Higgins might do a little bit. I don't Jeff. like first year wide receiver. Jeff, you're on the clock. Jeff has Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, Cooper Cup. And Justin Herbert. Ooh, that, that's a pretty good lineup. I predict a receiver is what you're thinking, Jeff? Nah. No. He, he's looking end. for a good kicker right now. Right now. TJ <laughs> <laughs> Hawkinson, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty really good. I feel like he's going to get a lot of targets. He proved me wrong. Yeah, that's pretty good value for him. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the clock, Melvin Goy. Uh, Seventh round. Yes, for me, I am going for what I think is the best receiver in the Pittsburgh Steelers and the target monster in Deontay Johnson. That was the only other guy I was considering. The with, only with thing that, that stopped pick. me is it relies on Big Ben. Yeah. And he's going to get hurt. That's what I think. Yeah, but hey, if, if he doesn't, get hurt, if he doesn't get hurt, that that's, that's the guy he loves to go to. Yeah, or... Yeah, I guess you're right. One of the guys. He goes to everybody. He, and plus, he, I love my, my... I got Michael Thomas and Terry McLaurin. I like that. Oh, let's see who I got. Let's you got back-to-back picks. Back-to-back. Nick Chubb, George let's Kittle, Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Kyler Murray. I do like that Kyler Murray pick, man. That's really good value. Yeah. Got him yeah, the sixth yeah. round. I had to get him. That's I just really had good to. Value. Yeah, I mean, he was doing monster numbers to, uh, up to the point where he got hurt. But, I mean, just the fact that he can run it in, score a lot of points, and, you know, be selfish, not give it to his receivers. Five second. seconds. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Daniel, son. Okay, let's, let's do this. I, I, th- I think I just randomly picked somebody. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. That's not bad. That's a good pick. I yeah. Know, I think Fournette might. I was trying to go for Fournette, but obviously the guy oh, before yeah. me took him. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, nine. what a jerk, right? That dude is. <laughs> He told D-Bag. <laughs> uh, you're on the clock again? Yeah. Let's uh, let's go with some... Man, I'm trying to stay away from these people. Or these teams, at least, I should say, right? Let's go with... Um... I already got a guy from that team. <laughs> Jeez Louise, there's not much to go from, right? No. Not that I want, at least, right? Any of these, these kind of rounds is kind of like toss-up. Okay, whole, let's whole, do this. I'll go. I'll counter, I'll counter your pick. That's... Yeah, it's not a bad pick. I like Claypool, man. No. Yeah, he did all right. He was, like, averaging, like, 17 points a game. <laughs> Look, it's funny. So, I'm, like, looking. Moster is already questionable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, but if he does stay healthy. <laughs> what, a, what if he stayed healthy the whole year, dude? He, he'd he be a top 10 back. Uh, exactly. That's actually what, what I was thinking, and that's why I picked him. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> but it's funny, though. Like, come on. Like already questionable and this season I haven't even started yeah you're right you're right I'm telling you something's in that water DJ in that California water yeah, you yeah. know it's uh, they're a little uh, you know 
there's a lot of soy and <laughs> a lot of soy products over there in their food base out there so it's keeping these guys weak angry but weak Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. Oh, I like that. That's a good pick. I was actually. I, it's I late, man. He was taken. Yeah, it's late, and he's got hardly any competition for. Yeah. Touches. Mike Davis, Javante Williams, uh, Steve's on the clock. Let me see. Man, there's still a lot of good potential on on uh, some receivers. Um, yep, there is. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, and like I'm gonna load up on uh, another wide on wide receiver right now. And Damn. I think uh, T Higgins looks Steven pretty good this. to me, man. T Higgins, yes, he does. Yeah, I think he's actually gonna do better. He than did Jamar really Chase. good last year. Yeah, I don't like rookies, so I think that Higgins is gonna shine in that offense. Hopefully, Joe Burrow is 100. percent Yeah. Do you got so you got T Higgins over Jamar Chase? You would say that. Yeah. By a lot. Why margin? Close. Or? Is it my turn again? Uh, no. no. Now it is. Nice. Rob, you got Rob, Rob and, and King and Oh, shit. You think, y'all all think Rob, Rob is going to have a way better year than I last think year, he right? is because he came in. Oh, shit. He came in looking kind of small in the beginning of the season, but near the end, he looked beefed up. So I think he was just trying to get his timing back last year. I mean, so let me ask something before I make this pick. Who's the starting running back in uh, Arizona? Uh, Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. I thought it was Murray. Chase Edmonds. <laughs> well, no, well, they also got James Conner, but yeah, Chase Chase Edmonds is... I've been reading, and people are saying Conner's going to take yeah, a significant amount of work I think Conner's better, but... Yeah. Need, it's just he's injury problem. I need a tight end, but... He actually looked really bad last year in Pittsburgh. I thought he he looked like he had no explosion, mm. nothing left to give. I, di- I didn't think. That's just what I thought when I watched him play, because I had him. I, gave him I, I think having Big Ben in the backfield fat. makes Curling him Sutton. do yeah, better. God damn it. Team four. I, I was hoping Corlin Sutton fell. I know. I was about to say, Sutton's a good guy <laughs> out there, too. So, I don't know why I didn't get him, but I, was debat- I just don't want people from Denver, I guess. <laughs> there's like I was going through the list like well I don't want that guy yeah I, I see one guy I wanna god damn it Jeff <laughs> nice Roby Anderson yep I was just gonna say that I was gonna, I was gonna have a he good he was still speech. there man I was gonna wow. have a good speech about him hey can you believe a, a quarterback like like Deshaun Watson is still left on the board yeah that's because <laughs> nobody thinks he's gonna play right that what? sucks man oh. Damn it, Jeff! You really took my my pick right there, man. I was, it was I between was, him and another receiver. I was I was already ready with a, a speech about it and everything, man. Well, go ahead, give your speech, though. I can't. Well, you know, Roby answer was really good, dude. All he needed was touchdowns last year. Yeah, there you to go. be honest, uh, I really don't like this pick, but I do see in my spot where I'm at. I do want to fill up on one more running back. To be satisfied, and even though I don't like this pick, he got significant amount of work, which is David Johnson. Yeah, he got good work last year. Uh, I know they signed more more running backs, but he's still number one on the depth chart, and I feel like he's gonna have more of the uh, red zone touch touches. Yep. Even though they're probably gonna average fourteen points a game or something like that, maybe even ten. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Mike Gesicki went. DJ's on the clock with back to back picks again. Nick Chubb, George Kittle. Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Kyler Murray, Ronald Jones, and Chase Claypool. I really like that Claypool pick just because of how late it is. It's pretty good value for for, for how late you got him. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, my 
my goodness. Do 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 do. All right, that's uh, man, I really don't like any of these players that the teams are playing on. That's what sucks, you know. Got five seconds. Yeah, let's go with uh, let's go with this guy right here. Jerry, <clears throat> I actually like him. We got back to back. We got back to back. Yeah. Let's, so let I, me get. I actually like that, but I do feel like Colin Sutton's gonna come and let, take over. Let me just time. show you what. I think what so. I, I think Judy is man. I think Judy's gonna lead the team receiving this year. Yeah. So this is what I think is gonna happen with uh, the team, and where they're gonna go with. So uh, just you know, a heads up, Luis. I think you got the wrong running back. Oh, Trey Sermon. Ooh. Yeah, that that's a good pick because Mostert can't stay healthy either. Yeah. But Trey Sermon does have injury problems in college too. Yeah. So, but well, that's why they drafted him. He's got to fit in. <laughs> got to fit in with the rest of the team. Everybody's hurt, man. They're all just yes. sitting on that bench. Uh, for me, I actually like this pick. This is a a coin toss for me. I feel, and I'm gonna go with Lavisca Chanel. I like. I feel it. like if if he can uh get a good chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he he should be a good, really good pick. I think this is make it a break it year for DJ Chark, and I think he's gonna break it. Mm. And I think Chanel's gonna step up, step up, and uh, produce pretty good numbers. Yeah, I can see that happening, dude. I like it. You're on the clock, Jeff. <clears throat> uh, after that, Marquise Brown, Jarvis Landry got taken. But yeah, man. After after this, I feel like in in these last four three rounds, you're looking for for immediate impact, or or else these, these players are you're going back. For a diamond. Yeah, or else you the, know, I mean, these, someone they're going back to the waivers <laughs> if they don't work out. Yep. That's what happens. These are the first you drop for for the first couple waivers. Yeah, I'm surprised. I know, I know Fuller. I'm surprised he's still there. I know he's, he's suspended. suspended. I think he's suspended. Well, just week one. Oh. Uh, what are they suspended for? Uh, juicing. Well, nice. as long as it keeps them healthy, you know, he didn't oh, have yeah. a full season. Michael Pittman, you know I, mean? I like that. There you go. Will Fuller, we're just talking about him. Team four, man. Reading my mind. Uh, in Take these later man. rounds, I, I, I like to do what I call, uh, you know. Any mini, money mo? No, it's like <laughs> gambling. Like, uh, it's a scratch off. You want someone that's, that, that that can hit big. And what, what I see that can hit big is uh, Antonio Brown. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think there's too many miles to feed. Yeah. I was thinking about Tony Brown, but I already had Godwin. It's backups, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if Godwin got hurt or something, dude, yeah, I think Brown will be... You think he would look better this year, at least, like, uh, running routes and... I think so. He was knocking off for us last season. Yeah, you're right. He might, yeah, probably That's the diamond in the rough. It could be, guys. That was late. Do you see him more? He's shining towards the end of the season. Yes. Do you see... uh, Nice. The Buccaneers using him more as like a possession or a big play receiver. That, I, I, I like to pick people based on the the looks I think they're gonna get. That's why I picked Pittman where I picked him. I feel like he's gonna be the leading target. I think he's gonna get the most targets on the team. <clears throat> um, and I don't think Brown is gonna get. I mean, assuming that, that they stay healthy, I don't think Brown is gonna get nearly as many targets, nearly as many looks, just because there's so many, so many. So much talent there. You know, like they even got Gronk that I think was going to get more looks this year than he did last year early on. Because he didn't start getting looks till later in the season, right, DJ? Yeah. He, I he, think this he year he'll start getting them sooner than he did last year. So now you got Gronk, Godwin, and Evans. Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brown. I mean, Brown just as good as them. And then you got And then you got Fournette and Ronald Jones. I actually have oh, no that's, idea. That's Steve. Oh, that's Steve. 
There oh, we yo, go. AJ Dillon's not bad. I was actually him. He was on my list on me. Aaron, Aaron, you're only one. Aaron Jones' injury away from him becoming a, a big work. Yeah, I couldn't workforce. see anybody that could make that kind of significant impact on my team immediately to, with these guys. Because these guys are riding on my bench, guys. I'm not looking for someone I could put on my starting lineup. I'm looking for guys that could have an impact later. Yeah, yeah. Either you know trade I mean? value or... Mm-hmm. or uh, well, he will be on your starting lineup because he's the first five in. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. Deshaun Watson did get picked by Team 6. Ooh, what nice. <laughs> Team 6 has faith. Hey, Debo. <laughs> in those hey. hands, right? The massaging hands. Yes. I was like... Ah. Somebody picked Devo. Damn it, dude. Yeah, they got Devo. I hate you, man. I was going to get him. I was I, I was hoping he'd drop one more. Yeah. <laughs> I like him, too. I feel like he, if he's healthy, he'll be the number one target on their team. Yes. So. And I am going to go for another number one receiver. It's not a popular team, but it is Corey Davis. Yeah, there you he go. He is the I like best receiver too. on that team. And if Zach Wilson is what they drafted him to, yeah, he's going to he, be he's good. He's going to be a good option. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely a good option. Yeah. <laughs> DJ with back-to-back picks. Back-to-back, baby. Let's yes. see what we got. Let's see what we got. Um, We got absolutely nobody you know, to choose from that I like. Nope. <laughs> um, let's go with... Um, dang, he's not even going to play. When am I going to pick him? Well, I mean, there's still a good amount of options. Late rounds. Yeah, I mean, these are like like Steve said, they're, they're riding on the bench most of the year. These are trade value or plugins for bye weeks, basically. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's there's, go there's, with some. Um, there's one really good person in there that I really I want to pick, but I can't pick. Five seconds. I, I don't like stacking two receivers of the same team. All right. I, I want Todd oh, Gurley. Okay. Yeah, I hate when I do that, Luis. I went Todd Gurley, so. Todd Gurley. You Todd think Gurley. he's really girly? I think so, man. <laughs> I mean, his knees Is are like. Atlanta? His, his ah, knees are I like. Thought, uh, I didn't think he was. I said that he's with Atlanta. Yeah, this thing does. But when we did our review. Yeah, he might be. He's a free agent. I yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, all right. Oh, it's just a mock draft. Bro. Yeah. Real quick, does it give you the scores or who won the mock draft? Or? I have no idea. I think idea. they might send you a, 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 a message. Or something like that. We'll see. This is our first time we're using the Sleeper app, by the way. I know um, Yahoo does. Yeah. It's a decent app. Uh, go check it out. If, it's actually if really you, cool. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to mock draft with your friends, yeah, yeah. this is actually probably the only app we know that you can do that with and uh, yeah come on you... all right we got it Curtis Ryan Samuel Clark. there that's who I wanted I like that. that that's who I was saying because but I got I got Terry McLaurin I, I don't like stacking oh, okay yeah, yeah. two yeah, receivers yeah, yeah. but I feel like Curtis Samuel's it's a big sleeper for me and I yep. feel like he's gonna do pretty good oh for me damn I don't, I don't think I have that many uh I'm gonna go for another Toss up and another sleeper that I've have talked about that I feel like is really good and that is Darnell Mooney. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, he has potential and if he can get a really good chemistry with whoever his quarterback is gonna be. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Oh, Dallas Goddard is pretty good. Good pick late too. Michael Carter. I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is next. He has Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Siff, Cooper Cub, Justin Herbert, Hawkinson, Mike Davis, Roby Anderson, Pittman, Debo, and now Hines. Which that's really good, bro. Dude, it's hard to tell. Like, if Jonathan Taylor does 
get hurt? Do you think Marlon Mack takes over yeah, the, the main I do. duties? But I think Hines will always be involved passing, and I think that he'll get some good looks now with Wentz, with uh, Carson Wentz there. Mm. So, yeah. Do I like you, Hines late. <laughs> I do like him. Steve, you're over in the clock. What are you thinking? Hmm. I don't know like anybody here, but... Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think for the, for the late picks? Like the... Do you like to stack up on uh, the best players available, or do you like to stack up on a certain position? Yeah, I, I just like to stack up uh, just options for me to use, and uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Michael Gallup. I want a piece of that Cowboys offense. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. I mean, he is. A, this is a contract year for him, too, so if he wants to get big money, he has to have a pretty good year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, Logan Thomas. I feel like that's pretty good value, too. Yeah, in Dallas, I think, I honestly think that Lamb will be the most um, consistent, and I think Cooper and Gallup are going to be like fighting week to week. Yeah, yeah, I think some weeks it's going to be Lamb and Cooper, some weeks it's going to be Lamb and Gallup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of CD Lamb, I saw one interesting uh, fact about him. He was the only wide receiver to take. Uh, all his snaps in the slot position. He didn't yeah. take no position outside of the slot. Which That's I why I that love him. Interesting. Dude. Yeah, I love I love seeing Lamb this year. I hope I'm not wrong, dude. <laughs> you don't have a bust. Oh, the next two second year. or the next two picks, uh, defense and kicker. Yeah, I mean you don't have to. I mean, yeah, you don't have to. I usually don't. I usually don't draft. Uh, I don't draft the defense or yeah. Kicker. Yeah, I just kind of pick them up. I I just kind of uh, waver. <laughs> yeah, defense and kickers basically. <laughs> I like to stack up, see what I have. Um, man, let me see, let me see, let me see. But now that that's interesting. You think that's that's staying the same this year with C D Lamb staying in the slot? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're they're dangerous like that, dude. I like I like it just the way they are. Hope they don't change anything. Keep keep Gallup and Cooper on the outside and keep Lamb in the in you know in the slot. Is Tyler is Tyler Higby the starter? Yes, he is. Yeah. He is All the right. only tight end. Back up tight end. That was nice. That's yeah, good. That's, a good uh, one. That, that's what I'm looking to in the in the late rounds. Uh, I'm actually. Oh wow! I'll go after Jeff's pick because you know, I don't want him to take mine like he's been. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a handcuff. Give me uh, Tony Pollard. No. Oh, yeah, Tony Pollard's a good hand. Do you think he's actually going to get him more involved this year? I do. I think he'll be a lot more involved. I mean, not a lot more, but I think he'll be he'll be just as involved, maybe even a little bit more. They, than they use him in special teams, too. So, I mean, if we play with special team points, yeah, you know I mean? he'll get punt returns. If yep. the defense could stop somebody. Troutman, that's a good yes. pick. I think that's a sleeper for me. And uh, if he hits, I either have a badass trade value because you know how the t- tight end if he hits man who's your first tight oh uh, Travis Kelsey oh oh that's right exactly that's right. so if he hits that's trade value right there yeah that's, that's why right. I like that uh, let's do... hopefully it's Winston he makes New Orleans just to me he makes uh, makes the team just more desirable the players oh, yeah. on the offense I think that well, everyone that, just has a higher ceiling with Winston he's, he's great for uh, fantasy because he has the the pick six uh <laughs> What do, you, what do you call it? The, the pick six solution. You know what I mean? You take it all the way down, throw a pick six, and you get the ball back again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, uh, Henry Ruggs is a great late-round pick. Yeah, yeah I sit on that Tannehill, one. too, is a good backup. Yeah. yeah, those are two good picks right there. Um, so, you know, I'm going to have to cheat here and use a cheater. So uh, let's <laughs> do this. 
Let's see what happens. Yeah, for my last pick. What <laughs> hey, did you pick? Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Damn, yeah. DJ. I'm going I'm going Gus Edwards, man. He's only one injury away from becoming a workhorse. <laughs> I like the way you say that. He's one injury away. <laughs> or rolling the dice on it. Exactly, from becoming a workhorse, man. Hey, you know you know what a good stat from Gus Edwards is since he came in the NFL, he hasn't fumbled. That's He's one good. of the fewest running backs who doesn't have a fumble under his name. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. He's consistently good. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, uh, I think between him and Dobbins, they both traded. I think they both had like 13 attempts in every game they played together. Mm -hmm. Each. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That'll be uh, our draft. Let me go ahead and uh, say everybody, Chris got... Mahomes, uh, Waller, Joe Mixon, CeeDee Lamb, Kareem Hunt, Kenny Galladay, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Waddle, Rob Gronkowski, Damian Harris is a really good Lamb. Rashad Bateman, I feel like, is a good pick, too. Yeah. Uh, Suck-up kicker, Kansas City defense, and Devin Singletary, which that's not bad. Right? Yeah, that's not bad. I, I can't tell who's going to be the damn starter in that. Uh, uh, buff, yeah, Bills, yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think their, their starting running back is Josh Allen. That's true. He's the better running back. I think that's yeah, dude. Is. I don't know. They could just never get their running game going, right? Yeah, never just did. Ever since and, and McCoy like did good the first year. He 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 went out there. Oh yeah, that McCoy back then they had a running game. Now I'm talking about like with, since Allen yeah, has been yeah. quarterback, they just can't get it going. Yeah, it's just and it looks like there's glimpses of like, oh man, this looks like this is the guy, and then no, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. he gets all hyped up, and then and then like, everybody goes for Singletary, right? Yes. And then waiver, I didn't know. No. Well, not only that, Zach Moss, I think Moss when he got handed the opportunity I think he fumbled one yeah. like one of his and I uh, thought Moss was going to be the guy who was going to take it yeah last uh, year so Steve has Dalvin Cook Stephon Diggs Josh Allen Chris Carson Robert Woods James Robinson Tyler Lockett uh, T Higgins Noah Fant Antonio Brown AJ Dillon Michael Gallup Tyler Higby and McCole Hardman. I kind of like that, man. Yeah, it's a good team. I like that. Uh, Jeff has Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, Cooper Cup, Justin Herbert, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Davis, really good pick, Roby Anderson that he stole from me, <laughs> Michael Pittman, Debo Samuel that he stole from me, <laughs> Naheem Hines, <laughs> uh, a badass handcuff in Tony Pollard and Mike Williams. Man, that's really good. Uh, for me, I have Travis Kelsey, Cam Akers, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, Dak, uh, Miles Gaskin, Deontay Johnson, Raheem Mostert, David Johnson, Lavishka Chenault, Corey Davis, Darnell Mooney, Adam Troutman, and Gus Bus. Gus Bus. Uh, DJ has Nick Chubb, George Kittle, Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin. Uh, Kyler Murray, Ronald Jones, Chase Claypool, Jerry Judy, Trey Sermon, Todd Gurley, Ryan Tannehill, Henry Ruggs, and Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Seaman? Tim? Trey Sermon. Motherfucking Tebow. No, Seaman because it's San Francisco. Oh, oh. oh. Jesus. Come Here on, we go. For, for you, uh, before, <laughs> before like we, that, we go really off and, uh, and finish this, uh, what was one, I guess, one player that you got that you were actually happy in the position that you did? Uh, for me, I will go with Deontay Johnson. I feel like I got him pretty late in the seventh round. And uh, like I said, if Big Ben stays healthy, he's going to target him. And I, I kind of like that pick. Uh, for you, Jeff? Uh, Austin Eckler. <clears throat> I got him in the second round. I got him uh, the 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, I got him at the sixteenth uh, pick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And second uh, round uh, six pick. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad for. I think he's AP. He's got this uh, potential to be like a uh, one of the top players. Definitely like to potential to give you first round production because he, when he's healthy, man, he's getting he's catching passes. He's running the ball. He's just a uh, and uh, Herbert targeted him so much last year. So yeah, yeah I like that. I'm happy about getting him where I got him. I actually like the TJ Hawkinson pick too, just because he's he's mainly like one of the only known receivers in that team. Yeah, yeah, I liked him too. <laughs> yeah, and he could be a big target. You, Steve? Uh, actually, I don't think I got any value picks. I got. I think I picked people where they were supposed to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But uh, this is my. This is my first mock draft all season. I think I did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, uh, my, my problem is that uh, I overstudy. I'm, I'm out here doing mock drafts in fucking June and July, and I, I, and I burn myself out. So right now I'm taking it easy, taking it cool. This is my first time doing it. I think I did pretty good. So yeah, I, I actually just, like I that. I just overstudy, man. I just overstudy. Yeah, I'll be honest, guys. I've done probably, like, close to... 25 mock drafts over the I'm, last I'm not, like I'm not starting mock drafts over the last till, week or so two till, weeks till training camp starts man I'll burn myself out man yes yeah no I, I love it man I can do I try to do one like every day just to see you know get a feel for things where players are going they really can be helpful you know it, the mock drafts don't always go the way your league draft is going to actually they, they don't go that's the worst sometimes part. they're not similar at all because man. Yeah. these things are going to like what experienced players would do <clears throat> usually home leagues are a bunch of it's half uh yeah, half killers and the other half like what the fuck? Yeah, where'd true. you get this guy from, bro? Yeah, true. Like what the uh, fuck? I think last year in in the league that I'm in with you, Luis, the <clears throat> biggest surprise to me I think was like uh, Marquise Brown going. He went like super high. Hollywood yeah. Brown from yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. He went yeah. super high in the draft, and I was like, what? Like, yeah. So, but then, is, it was, yeah, that running back doesn't throw the ball. Well, uh, exactly. <laughs> he, 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 that guy also drafted Lamar Jackson, so I'm pretty no. sure. He, oh, okay. Yeah, high hopes for him. Yeah, he I can him I can kind of see too, because of the because oh, second, of, I think Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah yeah second, but uh, but yeah man, it's a uh, mock drafts. I, I just like to do them like I said, just because they're fun and they you get to see give yourself an idea of of when you'll be able to draft certain players and you know see what players are falling. You know, to later rounds and steals. It's just they're just helpful. That's why I do them. Yeah, you DJ. Um. Uh. Yeah, I got two that I want to say I got. I was surprised to pick up. Uh, Tannehill. Near the end. I mean, mean, that's what we were saying. Like Tannehill goes late and he's a top ten. Crazy. Top ten QB. Yeah, because he just he throws touchdowns and he runs the ball out. So you know, surprisingly to have him at the backup, which ain't too bad, especially to uh, my quarterback Murray. So. Because once he gets laid out, I think that he's going to be done for, for a little bit. So, um, so yeah, Tannehill was surprised at the backup. But my biggest surprise was to get Tim Tebow, you know? <laughs> that Tim Tebow magic going. I'm surprised he was there in the last round. Uh, <laughs> me too. Uh, That's why I had to get him on that turnaround. Real quick, uh, I guess Tyler Higby would be my value player. Yeah, I was about I to think say. He could be, yeah, uh, I think sure. he could go uh, go off with Matthew Stafford as his quarterback because oh, yeah. he, he, he does target his uh, tight ends a lot. Yep. Uh, he gave uh, Hawkinson a lot of chances, but he was a rookie, you know, a lot of drop balls. But, uh, you yeah, know, and also Everett's not there anymore. Yeah. To, yeah. 
Uh, I like I like Keenan Allen too. I feel like you got him at a pretty good value in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah I was looking at I'm hoping for him to be my wide receiver. Yeah, too, the fact that he was there, him. I was like, well, let me get this guy because you know he he's usually around two. Exactly, and, all, and also two. if he ends up like he was hyped last season, Chris Godwin would, would have been a great pickup in the yeah. fifth fifth round too. Yeah, I'm excited about the Josh Allen and uh, Stephon Diggs stack. Yeah, that I got and um, might be the be- the that might value? be the best stack. Yeah, really, yeah. might and, be, uh, might be. The I best I, I kind of like the Mahomes Tyree kill stack. A I, I did I did want Maybe. a receiver yeah. from Buffalo though for sure. Like I was looking at Biz. What's his name? Uh, from the came from the Cowboys. Um, Beasley. Oh, uh, but uh, I don't yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. gonna play. Right, that's what they're saying. Uh, he might not play. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Why ain't he gonna play? Because he he didn't get the vaccine. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, so, yeah, yeah. He's one of those that, yeah, he don't want to get the vaccine, so they're saying he might not play. Oh, they damn, said they might not let him play because he didn't crazy. get the vaccine. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I'm going to go out of my way and say this real quick. I know I'm a Cowboys fan. Call me biased if you want. But if Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb stay healthy for the entire year, CeeDee Lamb will be a top 10 uh, wide receiver, and Dak Prescott's going to be QB1. I, I can see I mean, that, man. A lot I mean, of people he was QB1 that. for three weeks after. That's crazy, <laughs> right? After his injury. Five. Oh, five. after his injury. After, after his injury. Yeah, two, he was, two he was three still, weeks. He was still QB1 in, in numbers. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that right now. If they stay healthy. And if that defense doesn't stop anybody where you have yeah, to hopefully, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think our defense got too much better. I think we did get a tiny bit better. I don't. I think maybe this year will be an average defense. Hopefully we're not like a shitty defense. We can just be decent. So in other words, he's going to be shooting it out. Yeah, well, yeah we're still going to be in shootouts. Season. That's good. That's good for the points. That's good for everybody. Yeah. All around on that offense. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week. Uh, guys, please, please enjoy the fights. Uh, we have a great weekend of fights coming up. And uh, please don't uh, like us, share, and subscribe. And uh, I believe uh, Steve has something. No, do like us. Yeah, not, oh, not do don't. Like. Please oh, do. Said, I said don't? Yeah. I'm doing the goodbyes for now. All right, guys. Like. Do share, <laughs> do like, do subscribe. Really, uh, I can't stress this out enough. Without you guys getting the word out on this podcast, we're just going to be five losers in a room <laughs> talking to what our average what views, probably just friends and family, hopefully. No, I don't have I, I, You know what? Actually, we've been averaging like 40 views, maybe. I'm going to say yeah. 30-ish. Well, I think all around it comes out to 60 together, all together. Yeah. All, yeah, around all platforms, which That's is pretty bad. cool. That's I'm, pretty I'm yeah, humble and excited about that. Listening. Yeah. Thank you, But guys. please, you know, um, tell a friend to tell a friend, share. Let everybody know if you're at work and someone brings up combat sports or football, tell them, hey, my buddies have a podcast. Check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have that link handy, guys. Because um, uh, I don't know about the rest of the panel, but these are some good guys. So I know they were there for y'all there for y'all's friends because I know I went to my I know I went to y'all's shows I went to y'all's art gigs went to y'all's DJ's events you know what I mean I went to see y'all do everything so now it's time for you guys to uh, come support me and uh, my friends yep so can't wait to see you next week guys DJ hit the music